the Workforce Connections podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome to the WC podcast, where we explore workforce development issues in Southern Nevada. Today, we have a special guest, a member of the Local Elected Officials Consortium, one of my eight bosses, Matthew Fox. Welcome. How you doing? I am good, thank you. Great to have you here. What do you think about our new uh, studio? I love it. I love the colors. It's very modern and sleek looking. Yep, thank you. And I think we're, you know, we're doing this because we want to keep up with the way people communicate today, right? Who would have yes. known podcasting? But here we are. Yes, the 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 thing nowadays. I love that you wore your folk your Fox Smokehouse barbecue. I was uh, <laughs> lucky to be there, try some of the food. We're going back soon, but. Uh, Tell me, having recently been elected to the Boulder City Council, what has it been like to uh, be a local elected official now at the same time as a business owner? You know, it's uh, it's just balancing everything. Um, you know, going into it, you think you have a, an idea of what goes on. But once you get in there, it, you, everything's out the window. So it's just learning how to balance, you know, the, the restaurant workforce and now city council. So it's been all a new experience. It is. Yes. Well, we're happy to have you here. I've, we've been fortunate to attend and you'll see us also soon. Every year we go to the, to the councils to get a, uh, an annual report of what this organization has been up to. And of course you are a part of that because every city council, every commission sends a local elected official like you to help Mm. govern this agency. And so what are uh when we go to boulder city uh it's very animated city councils by the way i love the level of engagement and civic engagement of the of the town they're they they express their opinions they want to make sure their voices are heard what other things are interesting about a boulder city of course we all know hoover dam and uh but why do uh in your opinion why do you think people go to boulder city to have fun to experience what yeah, so Boulder City, it's, I mean, right, we, we are pretty close to Las Vegas and Henderson, but when you go to Boulder City, it's like going back in time. There's no, there's no gambling, there's no casinos. Um, you know, you go there to have a good old time, you know, bring the family. Uh, we really thrive on tourism. You, uh, you know, we have our old uh, historic downtown with restaurants, a lot of antique shops, other shops, retails. And then, yeah, you have the, the Hoover Dam for the tours. You have the Railway Museum. Uh, the, we have a, a new haunted uh, tour in town as well. Uh, so it's just, you just go there to get away from the hustle and bustle of the large you know, city of Las Vegas. I remember when they were uh, building the, the new interstate, if you will, mm-hmm. around Boulder City because uh, you. I remember when the big trucks had to always roll through Boulder City, and there was uh, nobody knew what the impact was going to be about routing the big trucks and a lot of the traffic around the city. Uh, I remember talks about are going to is it going to be another Radiator Springs, you know? Mm. But that doesn't seem to be the case, has it? When I go to Boulder City now on the weekends, I love that little uh, restaurant now that, that used to be long time ago a gas station, but it's right in the corner. They have live music. Uh, I think it's Mexican food, and it's just a wonderful place. As you said, families just sit there, uh, have a great meal, listen to music. In your opinion, um, the interstate hasn't affected a Boulder City in a negative way. Is that correct? No, it hasn't. It, uh, uh, in our eyes, um, the you know the business and everything, we see that it, it helped us significant significantly. Um, you know, going into this, you know, years ago before they built it, you know. 
it was big discussion on if what it was get, what was going to happen. And uh, my parents and I knew that you know if we diverted all the truckers and and people that don't want to stop in Boulder, it's going to allow people from Summerlin, you know, Centennial Hills, everyone that wants to come to Boulder City that doesn't want to sit in the traffic now can make their way in no problem. And it really has uh, allowed a lot more people to come into Boulder City and enjoy our small town. Yeah, that's been my experience. You talk about business. And again, I was fortunate to tour yours after I, I had something to eat. And you can't help to see the families that work there or the, the people who work there who I know have families that depend on those paychecks. And, uh, you know, whether it be in the bar or in the back in the kitchen, the people serving the food. What was it like being a, a, a business owner like you, a small business owner in Boulder City here in Southern Nevada during the months of the pandemic? What what lessons have you learned from those months? It, really to plan. Um, make sure you have, you know, uh, your, the plan that you have now and then a backup plan because things can turn at the you know drop of a dime. And that's what happened with COVID. And luckily we had planned ahead and made some uh, necessary changes and we were able to um, do pretty well during the pandemic. Um, we had to unfortunately let go about 90% of my staff, but once, um, once, cause we were in the, in transaction or transaction from uh, building our new restaurant from our old one. So when we ran out of food and supplies at the old one, we shut down, moved to the new location, brought everybody back. And it just, the timing was perfect. Um, we didn't, uh, you know, some of the staff, you know, they got let go, but they were able to collect unemployment and, and do what they had to do. And they got, you know, a few weeks of vacation and uh, come back. Everyone was very happy. They all understood what was going on. Uh, so I had no, no negative impact, uh, but everybody was just happy that uh, when we did have our, when we did have our grand opening, that everyone was back. That's great. Yeah. When I visited, it felt vibrant, you know, people, mm -hmm. it, the restaurant was full, people were having fun. But you and I, when we met at the uh, Boulder City Library, you were sharing with me that the labor market looks different today. You know, people uh, try to, trying to find workers that stay, that show up. And so do you see now post-pandemic things, uh, I don't know what you call anymore, the, the normal, the new normal. We know the pandemic changed a lot of things. But moving forward, what do you think about the labor market and the workers? You know, it, it's hard to say right now because I think everyone got comfortable uh, staying at home and, and collecting unemployment. And there was, the, there was, you know, they were getting that extra money for a while. Uh, I know, and now it's back to normal, but it just got people being okay with being at home. And, um, you know, in, in our line of work, right, you can't do it remotely. So it's just um, getting people back and, training them and giving them skills to really succeed other than the staying, you know, whether it's at our business or another business, but helping them, you know, keep going up on the, on the list of, uh, you know, of, of skills. Yeah, that's right. You, in your industry, at least until now, you can't replace uh, workers that like cooking and serving and pouring drinks. I know we are in another business in the office world where a lot of times people can be effective from home, but it's definitely not the case in the food service industry. Now, again, we started uh, mentioning that you recently became uh, a uh, council member in Boulder City, 
And that, of course, made it so that you became appointed as one of the members of the Local Elected Officials Consortium here for Workforce Connections. Two questions, I guess, two-parter. How are you enjoying being a member of the LEO Consortium so far? I know it's only been a short time. And but by what you've heard so far and learned about it, what do you hope to your impact to be over the next few months and years? Yeah, so <clears throat> I've only been here a short time, but uh, the, what I've experienced, um, everyone has been so great. Jaime, you've been a wonderful resource, and I really uh, you know want to get my hands you know deeper in here and and really help out and do whatever I can with you guys and. Like, uh, I know the first time I came in, you guys were doing a demo on the paintless dent removal. You know, I would love to come in and do something like that. But, you know, on the barbecue side, whether it's trimming up meat or, um, you know, trimming up meat, um, cooking meat, you know, giving people directions on how to do things and use skills that they can take, you know, other places. That would be awesome. We we would love nothing more than to have a local elected official who is willing to get down in the dirt with us, mm-hmm. if you will, and uh, because it all starts there. This, these services we provide are meant to move people from dependency on systems yeah. to self-sufficiency. And so uh, we will take you up on that offer <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll uh, definitely uh, use your, your knowledge and expertise of the industry to help how we expose our participants to the food industry. So I want to thank you for being here on the podcast today. Any final departing thoughts? Uh, just thank you for having me. And I really look forward to uh, working with you more and, and the rest of the group. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. So that's it for this episode of the WC podcast. We look forward to seeing you at the next one. Until then, stay safe.